All right. So on the mind of a football coach podcast, we have Coach Shell. Coach, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me. Yeah, man. We were talking a little bit before it started about your school. Uh, for the listener, give, go ahead and give them a little rundown about yourself, where you're at, and then we'll we'll go from there. Uh, I'm Derek Shell. I'm head coach at Napoleon High School, uh, Jackson County, Michigan. Um, we have about 370 kids at the school, and there are about uh, you know about 12 other schools our size within within our vicinity. Um, yeah, man, that's awesome. So, how long have you been there, Coach? What what year is this for you there? Uh, so uh, this is my my tenth year coaching football overall, uh, seventh at Napoleon. And then uh, my fifth year as the head coach. Mm. That's awesome. Is it the only place you've been? No, I did three years uh, JV defensive coordinator. So that's kind of um, where where I started at a school. It's, you know, I used to, you know, I thought I went to a small school when I when I was in high school, and there were, you know, five hundred of us. I got to this school. There's two hundred kids in the in the whole high school. Um, and it was just tiny little schools, D coordinator there for three years, learn, just learning a ton of football. Mm. That's awesome. So Napoleon High School, like the Napoleon that, that conquered all of Europe, I mean, is that what we're going with? <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, I haven't really looked too too closely into how we got um, how we got our name. I know the elementary is named after uh, a local historian. But uh, we're not even, I mean, we're not even a, a city. We're a, a census-designated area. So, what does that even mean? I'm not even sure what that means. It means nobody has an address that's in Napoleon. There's like like 20 people have a Napoleon address. Everybody else is, is Jackson. Oh, okay. That makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. Uh, so are you guys rural? Is it more rural? Is it more urban? How would you describe your school and your kids? Oh yeah, we're definitely rural. Um, you know, a lot of our, you know, a lot of our blue collar or you know white collar kids are commuting to, um, or the parents are commuting to like Jackson, Kalamazoo, mm -hmm. uh, Ann Arbor. We're kind of, um, you know, if you do the whole thumb, the whole uh, Michigan map, uh, we're about, <laughs> we're about an hour south of the middle of the of the hand. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, we're definitely rural. Um, a lot of a lot of these guys are are working in factories. We got a couple of steel mills and uh, steel recycling plants in the area. Um, enrollment and stuff is really taking a big hit. Uh, you know, with the economy kind of going in the dumps, um, and all those jet factories being outsourced. We drive by a, a pretty big um, steel shop. Uh, it's like 10, 10 miles from school. Um, but yeah, definitely definitely rural Michigan. Mm. Man, that sounds like rural, rural West Virginia. Uh, you know, we, we here in Upshur County, there are good jobs here in, in the county, but you'll hear people talk about the way it used to be. And I'm sure you hear that a lot there, too. Oh, we used to have this. We used to have that. Uh, but it's just about overcoming, right? It's about overcoming and, and tackling those obstacles. Yeah, and I mean, in Napoleon, there hasn't really ever been much. Um, I mean, you, you drive through the whole town without hitting a stoplight. Uh, we don't even have a four. We don't even have a single four-way stop in the whole town. Um, but just kind of the areas around us have kind of started to hurt a little bit. Mm. I understand that. I am. I grew up playing in small schools, so I have a 
a heart for small school football, man. You know, I think one of these days, somewhere down the line in my career, I'm back at a small school because I love that that feel of a of a smaller school. Yeah, I never, I never wanted to go coach at that the the mega schools, the D ones, the D twos. You know, you say I think you told me you coached at a school at eleven hundred. Mm-hmm. That's too many. I don't like walking through the school, and I know, I don't, I don't just know the football kids. I know, um, I know every kid, their brother, their sister. Probably know, probably know their parents by their first name. Um, and I just, I love that atmosphere in a school. Mm-hmm. So talk about your playing career a little bit. Where did you play high school and then where did you go play college ball? Um, played high school ball at uh, a school that's about 20 minutes uh, from where we're at now. We actually opened up with them week one um, mm-hmm. on Stead High School. Played under Dan Terry Berry in the, uh, in the double wing offense, uh, which is like the, the evil cousin of the, the, the team that you guys run. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, never, never strayed too far from home. Ended up at Adrian College, which was 20 minutes down the road. Um, playing fullback and, and tight end there. And um, had a great career there. We won our we, we won our first league league title in 20 years. My my senior year was named captain. Um, had had a, had a blast there. Met my wife. Um, graduated uh, four years. Um, went and got, got a chance to play in the uh, well before I graduated. We got to play in a, we got a chance to play in a football game overseas in Italy. That was that was a, a really neat experience. Oh wow, that's awesome! Yeah, apparently a pretty popular thing for some of the smaller colleges to do. We do like a you do like a ten day vacation, almost um, traveling hmm. over Italy, all over Italy. I ended up going to Naples, uh, Venice, uh, Rome, and Florence. Um, and then we played against a, a semi pro team out there. Uh, Came back and and got a chance after I graduated, um, or just before I graduated, to play in the the uh, Ohio Michigan um, All Star Game. Mm. So I was was long term subbing, left at three o'clock, and went to uh, the the uh, the Hall of Fame and, and played in an All Star Game against uh, some of the best kids in Ohio that weren't draft eligible. Oh wow, that's awesome, man! I did not know that was something that, that was something that went on. Yeah, I don't. I mean, it was the when I played in it, it was only the second one ever. I think uh, I don't know if it's still going on, mm-hmm. um, but it was that was an amazing experience. I played next to a guy. I I, I played guard in it. I, I got to play in it because they they couldn't find enough offensive linemen. Um, <laughs> so my coach recommended me said I, I would play guard and. Uh, when uh, I got put next to a guy who was the backup for the first round draft pick or second round draft pick out of central Michigan. So oh my gosh. Jeez. Yeah. It's a great experience. That's awesome. So are you, a, I'm assuming you're a college football fan. Who's your, who's your squad uh, up there? Um, you, know, you know, with, with football season being, you know, the, our seasons overlap. I was really excited when they did the XFL thing and it was in the spring and you'd have some time. Mm-hmm. I, I don't get a ton of time to watch college ball. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, Michigan State's been really good to us in the in the state of Michigan. Um, you know, I took my my whole team. They do a little. I don't know if they do this down in, in West Virginia, but they did a. We've taken our a whole squad up there to a game last season. 
Um, oh, that's yeah. awesome. That was awesome. Yeah. Watch, we watched them blow some team out in week two by like 50 points. Mm. Um, and then they'll let, they'll let, uh, they'll let coaches. Like I took my wife to, uh, the Michigan, Michigan state game, which is always a, a, a great experience. And she's a Michigan fan. I, I'm, I tend to lean towards Michigan state. I always seem to be the, the underdog. Um, mm. so that was awesome. I got to see that huge upset, um, last year in person. That's so, <clears throat> that is so cool, man. I, uh, I have to say I'm a, I'm a big Michigan, Michigan guy. Oh. There we go. Okay, that's better. My, my spirit cut out. Um, I'm a big Michigan Wolverines fan, man. I'm a, I am. I have to own that one. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I really love the stuff they're doing, establishing the run game. Um, now that the season's over, I got to watch a little bit of it. Um, and just like watching them pound the ball, the way they wear down the other team. Uh, it's, it's what we try to do in the, what we try to do in Napoleon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so talk about your style of offense. Talk, talk about that, where that comes from, and what y'all do. Um, I, I like to consider it kind of a, you know, we, we talked a little bit, like I, I love the, the, the power T Michigan T um, whatever you want to call it. Um, but I was kind of born um, and, and born into the, the I offense. It's, it's what I did in college. My first coaching gig was out of that. When I got to Napoleon, it's what they were running. Um, so we try to be series, series based, kind of like the wing T and the, and the power T, but we're running power. Mm-hmm. Um, I know you watched our game against SMCC. Um, we ran 30, we ran power, what we call our power family, uh, 32 of the 51 plays. That is beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, we try to limit possessions. Um, you know, we, the last couple of games, I think when we played SMCC in the sem- in the regional finals, there were five, five possessions or six possessions in the whole game. Mm-hmm. In our um, in our semifinal game against Lumen Christie, uh, we only had the ball five times, um, and, and they oh, had wow. the ball. They had the ball seven or seven times because they ended each each half with it. Mm-hmm. Um, so we we play great defense. We don't turn the ball over. Uh, my QB threw three picks all season, mm-hmm. um, and that was through fourteen games, and two of them were in the last game of the season. Uh, mm-hmm. So, but yeah, we're I mean we're running power. Power keep, uh, power boot, power pass, counter pass, mm-hmm. um, and then and that family of plays, uh, and, and it's it's been really really good for us. I had a really hard nosed running back this year who's a three year starter for us, and uh, you know an, an offensive tackle who was all state, three hundred mm-hmm. pounds. Um, yeah, but we you know we're gonna mash you in the mouth on offense. We're gonna get after you on defense and. Uh, make you spend a bunch of time practicing special teams. Yeah. Talk about that. So when you say a bunch of time, how much time do you, I mean, you said you talked about the other team spending a lot of time. How much time do you guys spend on special teams a week? Uh, very, take? very little. I think we have about uh, through the week, like 30 to 40 minutes scripted for mm-hmm. um, special teams, but we just, we try to be really unique in what we do. Um, uh, so we're going to like, we're gonna punt, we're gonna kick the ball to whoever you're at or whoever you're not at. Um, mm-hmm. We do. I know you. I watched your guys' games and you guys were kicking you know to the middle, kind of squibs in the middle. We're gonna do a bunch of sky kicks where we're kicking the ball across the field um, into mm-hmm. a vacated zone. Um, like I think the last two games, I don't, I don't know if anybody had any return yards on us, and they're starting with like they're starting the ball at the 30, 35 yard line. Wow. Um, 
And that really actually helped us a lot uh, with some, get some touchbacks. I had a pretty good, two really good kickers. Uh, we had a girl kicker um, who's going to go play D1 soccer. And another guy who was kicking for us two years, kicked for us two years ago last year, broke his arm after week one. Hmm. Um, and we just had them place the ball. They could both get the ball to about the, the 15 to the five yard line, but can't kick it into the end zone in the air. But we do all that positional kicking. Those guys get up to the 15, 20 yard line, and then they can boot it. Lands on the five, bounces in. Um, and then uh, we punt out of the quads look. Mm -hmm. So um, but a few times we punted. I think we only punted uh, 13 times all season. Man, that's 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 incredible. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, like, you know, with the style of offense we run that you guys run, you know, if it's fourth and three, I'm I'm going for it, you know. Mm -hmm. Um we did we did fake we did fake uh twice, but uh so we called 15 punts and then my my quarterback called he called one of them, I called one of them. Mm -hmm. Um but so that you know we make we make teams spend time preparing for those type of things. We're gonna do the swinging gate on off or uh, on PATs and field goals, mm -hmm. just so you guys have to spend some time. I don't know if that's super popular down there. It depends. I mean, some some sometimes you see it a couple of times a year, depending on what conference you're in. Like for us, we didn't see it once, but I've I've been places where we saw it multiple times. Yeah. Yeah, but so you know, if you run into that, you know, first week of the playoffs, you got to spend five minutes of your practice time going over how to align mm -hmm. to that. You know, we put it in in the summer and then we don't, I mean, we rep it, you know, we come out, the first kick is in that and then that's it. Mm -hmm. We don't have to spend any more time practicing it. Mm -hmm. um, and then uh, we're going to, we, we up our, our, our uh, kickoff return game. We've been middle wedging and it's just too, it's too basic uh, for our, for us. We're going to do some mm -hmm. reverse um, action stuff. I'm going to meet mm -hmm. with the guy probably uh this coming sunday and go over that it's some neat, neat stuff there am i gonna talk about it actually at the at the michigan clinic uh, mm -hmm. this, this coming january nice that's awesome i know uh from another coach uh coach mclevaney at smcc that the michigan coaches clinic is something to behold it's actually a really good clinic yeah it's amazing um yeah i mean it's great networking opportunity great people speaking um like if i know gus kapolka um, who's kind of one of the the power t gurus gurus in our state um mm -hmm. you know he's speaking at it. it's uh, you know jason mansing usually talks about offensive line play and he's been coach of the year multiple times he's got multiple state titles um and we'll bring in you know d1 i know you know michigan state michigan um ferris state who won a national title last year they're all coming in speaking to us mm -hmm. um, it's a it's a great great experience um our coaches association is, is really amazing mm -hmm. um, if you get a chance to come up here uh and, and listen to it it's, it's great i know a lot of ohio coaches mm -hmm. um will come up and, and listen to them mm -hmm. yeah i've had coach kapolka and coach mincing on the podcast and now you coach yeah so uh we're I'm going in good, I'm in good company i told you i might not be up to the caliber um that that you're used to but I'm, I'm happy to share whatever whatever nugget of information i can spread like that uh my one of my one of my football mentors would definitely be jason mensing um mm. his his uh 
this quote I, I share with my players every 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 year. You know, first time I ever met him, I'm a 10th grader in high school, and he comes out. First thing he says to us, you know, he's got his big grizzly beard, and he's best feeling in the world is the feeling you get when you dominate another man. And he's yelling and foam is spraying <laughs> everywhere. I'm like, this is my kind of guy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, man. It's funny. I, I'm going to crack on him here for a second. I don't really know him well, but we we did a podcast together. Uh, he was in Florida on his vacation, and the place looked a little bougie is all I'm saying. fits him him right i was like oh you're that guy taking these vacations you know (laughs) that's awesome um yeah man i I have a soft spot in in my heart for the state of michigan my dad played for the tigers uh right before the strike so i remember but he played yeah major league baseball for the tigers so i have a i remember that the best you know like those those years there and uh yeah, man. So talk a little bit about Michigan football for people that don't know. Kind of, you know, what's the like in your division? People are, ma- are mainly run what offensively, defensively, and how does how does what you do take advantage of that? Um, you know, we we see a lot of uh, like four three, four four <laughs> defenses are what's really popular. Um, you know, so if you're gonna run four four and you're gonna have eight guys in the box, you know. I like to get nine guys in the box. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I know the spread is pretty popular. Um, the 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 T offense um, has been something really popular. This is the first time I've watched. I watch the state finals every year. It's the first time in in my memory that we haven't had a team that runs that offense in the finals. Um, it's really popular throughout all levels. Uh, mm. One year eight teams, you know, there's eight divisions and in, in 11-man football in Michigan. Eight teams ran it. Four of them won state titles. Mm. Um, and this year, we didn't we didn't see as much of that. Um, division and Division 7, where I'm at, um, you know, shotgun, the the, um, the shotgun wing tee stuff that Kenny Simpson's mm-hmm. been doing is pretty pop, is getting pretty popular or the pistol wing tee uh, that Rick Stewart does. Those are getting to be pretty popular in our area. Um, I know three of our four teams are going to run. Uh, three of our first four games will be something of that nature. Mm. Uh, I don't think like the you know the the RPO game, all that stuff that's, that's been real popular. Um, it hasn't been super. It hasn't been super popular where we're at. I think that maybe one of the teams that we played this year ran anything like that. Mm. Um, I don't think that's true RPO. So offensively, you know, we we played our game, our semifinal game. I mean, it was like 12, 12 degrees maybe. Oof. We had heaters on the sideline. Um, it, it, it was freezing. So, and I, you know, when I went to watch, when I watched my alma mater play SMCC the week before they played, there was like 18 inches of snow in 2019. Like they were snow blowing. <sighs> Or they were snow blowing the uh, the field, mm-hmm. um, so you know we, you have to be able to run the ball to be successful long term in Michigan. In most parts, there are, there were this was an uh, an anomaly this year um, of teams that that were shotgun and, and doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, it, was, it was a good year for that, but we had really really great weather up until the semifinals in the state of Michigan this year. Mm. I hear, yeah, I was 
watching state championship games on YouTube, <clears throat> and it's like wing T, uh, T, I. That's what I noticed. And that's what I love. So I, I'll, I'll get on YouTube and geek out watching Michigan state, state championship games. <laughs> yeah, I was really excited to see. I think it was Goodrich was running Power I, uh, unbalanced Power I. It looked mm. like, um, and that was that was awesome. I was like, this is it. This I got to talk to this guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was just named coach. He was just named. I think it was division, division four, or five coach of the year. I'm like, this is this is the guy I want to listen to talk. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's 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 nice football. I, I, <laughs> yeah, no doubt, man. We were, we were I 2021, and then we were T 2022, and I'm always going back and forth because I love both. Um, and it's just what fits your people. I mean, for us here. Uh, I mean, uh, we, I, I see the two, the, the two offenses very married together. Um, mm-hmm. like we, last year, week nine, uh, we last game of the season, last, last half, um, we came out in the teeth. We had scouted it a couple of times, mm-hmm. like three weeks in a row. We had to scout it cause we had to run it. And then the JVs had, a, had another game and they were playing against it. Mm-hmm. And we had, we had repped it so much that our kids understood because it it's the same plays. We try to name, like when we do our scout team, mm-hmm. we try to name it with the same plays that we do. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, like when we line up in T, uh, like when you guys run the T, what do you guys, do you guys call that? Like they probably have a weird numbering system and stuff sometimes. No, I mean, it's just, we can, we number it like halfbacks or forties, the fullbacks thirties, and then we're whole number. You know what I mean? That that yeah. last number gives it the play. Yeah. So I mean, that's what essentially what we do. Like we'll call right twenty six power. Mm-hmm. Well, if we're in the T, I just go. T, we can just go T twenty six power. Line up in the T. Two back gets the ball. Going to the. Mm-hmm. But so we came out last game of the season. Um, we were having trouble moving the ball in the eye. Came out in that because we knew that they had had trouble stopping it in their conference, and we rushed for like two hundred and fifty yards and a half mm-hmm. through our first. Our best wide receiver caught his first passing touchdown of the year in the T, um, <laughs> but we kind of use it as a as a two point package for us because mm. it's the same plays. You know, mm-hmm. you guys are running toss and belly. We we call it ISO, but mm-hmm. it's, just, it's the same same plays. You know, same same plays mm-hmm. just in a different formation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, belly was our biggest biggest play this past year we we kind of grew into that we were very very large up front of kind of immobile so belly and like we call it kick power without a puller um to the fullback and the halfback then like our our dog play we pitch it to the edge and pull the tackle uh that was good stuff for us we have to play action off it uh but if (laughs) we don't have to throw it we're gonna we don't have to throw it we're gonna run it yeah (laughs) yeah, that was uh, that sounds like us. I mean, we had a couple couple games. I think we threw four passes or something, mm-hmm. um, which is crazy because we had a, an amazing quarterback through for like thirteen hundred yards. Um, oh my gosh, jeez. Yeah, I mean, we're th- he eighty percent completion. Um, he was, I think he finished the season like seventy three, but uh, yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, he was great arm, great quarterback, great athlete. He's gonna go play baseball at Michigan, so. He's got uh, oh wow full, full, full ride which is crazy for you know a school of 370 kids. Mm-hmm. He's got, uh, he'll he'll he's in the graduate class of 2024. You know we just had a kid last year to wrestle at Michigan. 
two years before that, we sent a kid to West Virginia, I believe, to wrestle. Mm. Yeah, that's um, awesome. Yeah. That's so cool. So what are you up to this time of year, Coach? What What's your what's your, what's your your day look like this time of year? Uh, you know, I like to hoop in the mornings. Um, we got a, mm. we got a, a squad that comes in at 6 a.m. and plays basketball. Um, you know, then I, I teach. I'm a high school math teacher. Uh, right now, um, I'm busy. Uh, we, we moved, uh, like the first week of the playoffs, we moved houses. So I'm, I'm working on getting stuff organized in there. Mm -hmm. I listened to a couple of your podcasts, uh, last night while I was organizing the basement. Um, I appreciate that coach. Thank you. <laughs> no, no, no problem. Just trying to figure out what I was getting myself into. Uh, I, I listened to, uh, the mind of a coach about three episodes of those before I realized that there was not the same podcast. Oh man, that's cool. Uh, that's yeah. funny. But uh, right now I, we finally got some, some athletes who are interested in playing college ball. So I've been diving pretty deep into the recruiting world. It's kind of been my, my thing. I'm, I'm working on finding a way to, uh, you know, I'm, I'm a kind of a techie person. I consider myself to be, I'm going to find a way to send out like 800 highlights or something ridiculous, you know, here real mm -hmm. easy every year. So I'm getting a database of all the D2 football coaches um, in the country. I'm at like mm. 85 or something right now. Oh, my gosh. That's awesome, so, Coach. Yeah. That is so cool. <clears throat> coach, as we, we land the plane on, on this podcast, I would love some wisdom to somebody who's looking to get into coaching. I ask this of almost every guest. Uh, what are things that you know now that you wish you knew when you first got into, into coaching? Uh, well, when I first got into coaching, you don't know nearly as much as you thought you did. Uh, I thought I was going to be this, you know, this, this amazing football guru right out of college. And then, you know, my head coach is explaining to me everything that I was doing mm -hmm. wrong. And it's like, it makes no sense. makes so much sense. Why could I not see this? Um, so just be a sponge, absorb people, find a mentor. Um, my, my, my athletic director, um, and who's, who's also my defensive coordinator did some, he's been a great mentor to me and he had some amazing mentors that just helped speed up my process. Um, and then you can't do it alone. Make sure you get some good people around you. My first year as a head coach, uh, it's definitely our, our, our staff was, uh, we were understaffed. Um, and I have an amazing group around me now, um, who's to challenge me every day to be better, um, and who care about our kids and want us to be successful. Um, and if you're look, just looking to get in, just just call a coach up, uh, ask him if you can volunteer. Um, I don't think I've, you know, as long as you're a good person, I don't think I've ever turned anybody away. Mm. Um, we'll work with you. We might not pay you, but uh, if you want to come help coach football and be around kids, we'll teach you and work with you. Mm. That's so that's so well said. I had somebody ask me today uh, what position coach I'm looking for because we're <clears throat> looking for some coaches as well. And I said the same thing. I just want a good guy that wants to work and we can teach him anything that we do, <laughs> you yeah. know? Uh, yeah. That's, I think that's the key. Like, like you said. Yeah. I mean, I, we had a, we had a guy apply one time and I, you know, he, he coached with a buddy of mine. I called him up and the guy laughed at me and said, stay away from that guy. And as long as you've got some good references and you're, and you're good people, I mean, a uh, coach will find a, a spot for you. I, I believe that. Hmm. Absolutely. Coach. Thank you for taking your time. Are you going? Are you going to hoop tomorrow morning at six a.m.? Yeah, I will. I'll be. I'll be at the gym at six a.m. I usually show up about six o two, but uh, 
That's casually late. So, coach, describe your basketball game here. What what's what kind of player are you? Oh, exactly how you expect a six foot center to be. Who six foot center, football playing center? Exactly how you expect him to be. Uh, throwing elbows, uh, slightly more finesse finesse than people expect, but uh, yeah, definitely just just a body people around. Coach, that's what I'm talking about. So you're like Ben Wallace, is what I'm hearing. Yeah, yeah. Ben Wallace uh, was 260 pounds and couldn't jump. <laughs> ben Wallace was my fa- is still to this day my favorite basketball player ever. That dude was a bad, bad man for the Pistons. Oh yeah, yeah. That was that was like right when I was following basketball. Uh, I was I was that was a great championship team. Tayshawn Prince, Chauncey Billups, Rip mm-hmm. Hamilton, Rasheed Wallace. That, that was Ben Wallace. That was that was great basketball. That was the mm-hmm. last time I really followed the NBA closely. Yeah, I'm with you. That was my, that's my favorite basketball team of all time. Was that Pistons team? Oh, it was great. It was, it was great. Awesome. Well, coach, thank you for coming on and your, uh, your first class. And I appreciate you. Problem. Happy to be here.